0: Welcome to the second episode of Mother Daughter Book Talk. I'm Alexis. And I'm
1: Christine. And today we will be discussing The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by
0: V.E. Schwab. In 1714 France, Adeline LaRue makes a desperate deal with Luke, the mysterious figure of shadow and darkness. 300 years later, she's still dealing with the ramifications of her deal as she tries to answer the question, what's the point of a life if you're destined to be forgotten? Okay. Now
1: we are going to start discussing the book, so if you haven't read it yet, press pause, read the book, and come back when you're done. This is your official
0: spoiler warning. Okay, so I want to first start this off with a huge thank you to one of my best friends, Shelby. Thank you so much for recommending such an amazing book, and I love reading this book with you, and I can't wait to see what you think of our episode. All right, well, let's get into this, then. Okay, so I first have a question I want to start off with. Okay. What would your deal with Luke be? Oh, that's a good question. I know, I'm amazing.
1: I don't know. Well, should we explain who Luke is, or do we want to jump right into that?
0: I mean, Luke was kind of explained in the non-spoiler summary, and and, everyone listening should have already read the book, given your spoiler warning, so... True. Okay, so...
1: My deal with Luke I don't think I would make a
0: deal. You don't I, think so? I don't think I would. What was you what would your deal be? Mine would be probably very similar to Henry's. Probably along the lines of like wanting to please everybody. Because you know I'm people pleaser to my heart and soul. You are.
1: And in fact, um I I'm jumping way ahead, but you know, in their 18,000 pages, of in notes. my
0: 18,000
1: pages. Oh, well, I'll get to that later. That's fine. But okay, there's okay. a quote where it's describing Henry and it's totally describing Alexis, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I have to admit, like, this book was on my list for a while. Same. And I had put it on hold at the library, and it finally downloaded. And I think I read the first page, and I put it down, and then the book expired. (laughs) So I ended up having to go out and buy the book, because... That's who you are. That's who I am. But I actually put it down the first time I read it. So I found the beginning to be kind of a little slow and it took me a while to understand kind of what was going on because I didn't read the descriptions about it because I don't like reading descriptions necessarily about books.
0: Okay, well, with me, when I started reading this book, I was reading it uh, with, as I said, Shelby. We were reading it um, part by part, chapter by chapter, and having discussions after each part. But after school started up, we kind of uh, didn't get the chance to meet up, so uh, we both talked about I'm going to finish it now to do the episode with my mom, and then she's going to finish it And then we can have our final discussion after this episode is posted. So, I also had to put it down for a while, and I kind of like it wasn't that sad of a loss for me at the moment because I had a lot of other books I was reading. But now it's such a good book. Like, well, I'll say, I'm going to come right out and say it. Like, this ended up being a five star
1: book. Same for me. me. And, you know, if you would have asked me within the first few chapters or even first hundred pages I wouldn't have necessarily said that I think Mm -hmm. I would have been like "Eh, it's okay you know but it's such a good book and it really makes you think about life and what makes a life and Mm -hmm. you know who we are and what really
0: makes our lifetime count something I didn't realize I was going back through the notes was one of the most common things I've always thought of was immortality is often described as like when you have like this big impact on the world that's always shared over and over again that you live on after your death and that's kind of what happens with Addie because like her wish was freedom and she becomes literally immortal but after becoming literally immortal she's able to have that same sort of immortality with all the impact she has on the world with art and like i love how each part is like started with a piece of art that she had an effect on exactly and um i have
1: to say like for me her understanding of what she can and cannot do and what impressive impressions she can make mm-hmm. and how she can kind of guide people toward almost, like, being their better selves. Yeah, even, I have a is, comment on that. Is really kind of cool because, you know, some people would just give up or would just, you know, surrender to Luke or, you or know, they'd just... Or they go mad with the apathy. Yeah, but she does everything in her power to actually... Almost make it for the better, which Mm -hmm. I think is very inspiring. Yeah. So, when you first read this,
0: did you feel like Luke was kind of like a Reese from Akotar? Even after reading it, I still kind of get those vibes because, 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 yes, he's like a mixture. Like, if Talon and Reese had a love child, yeah. (laughs) Because, like, He's got a lot of those vibes, and I, I was telling Shelby every single time we met up to talk about it, it's gonna be an Enemies to Lovers. It's gonna be an Enemies to Lovers. Right. It
1: sort of was, sort of wasn't. I, well, I thought this was gonna be, like, the whole recent favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you're looking, like, hey, I, I wrote down this quote here from the book. Don't you remember, she told him then, when you were nothing but shadow and smoke? Darling, he said, in his soft, Darling. Darling! Darling, yes. I was the night itself. Yeah, that's
0: very much Reese vibes. I seriously thought it was gonna be, and then with the stars across her face, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, she's Feyre. Like also, this is also speaking of that, I did a lot of like at the very beginning. I did a lot of like research into numbers because I can sometimes depending on what book I'm reading and how I'm like reading it, I'll sometimes do research on little details because it's just. I know that when I write, I add in lots of those details. If you research, like, the meaning of a color or a number, you'll find something. And so I research. And the number seven is often used to represent completeness, perfection of the mental, physical, and spiritual level. So it's kind of like, again, in the beginning, I was like, this could potentially be important to Addie's full character arc. Because she lives an eternal life, being constantly forgotten. Maybe she learns to be happy with herself and learn that she doesn't need to be remembered to be important or something like that. Being content with her life and having a sense of completion. So, like, right off the bat, like, that was within, like, the first page I wrote Mm -hmm. that all out because I was like I'm gonna go deep analyzing this I also kind of gave up on that after a while because I was so into the book that I couldn't really stop and like write stuff down but yeah there's a few of those moments I have in there I even also have the year she was born um symbolizes the effort to continue to improve your skills so the universe can notice your efforts and appreciate them ironic because the universe passes her by because you know her life is invisible. So I just thought that was a cool little detail. I don't think that was at all intentional. If it was, props to the author, because that's awesome. But, like, so the universe could notice your efforts and appreciate them. That's, like, perfect for her. Absolutely. So, oh, yeah. the
1: other thing I forgot to mention, the whole aquatar tie-in. Ooh. The father makes things out of wood yes oh my gosh I was
0: like oh my god how did i not notice that yeah <laughs> we're gonna have to cover aquatar at least some point our schedule's booked right now but we gotta yeah. get aquatar in there but anyways so yeah so that i i, wrote that I also too, had a so lot that. of notes from the beginning that are like because i i take notes as i go so i have a lot of like questions that end up being like oh can she be photographed nope no she can't <laughs> no no she can't okay here's a question for you
1: Ooh. Do you think you would have been more like Addie
0: or more like Isabel? Isabel. Really? Yeah, I think. As like I said before, I'm a people pleaser. So, like, the society order, I'll be very much, like. But also, I'd be kind of like Isabel, like, when she saw this woman in the swamp. Or not the swamp, but the, by the creek that she had no memory of. Being like, here, let me help you. Of course, she forgot after leaving, and then, I, yeah, I'd be scared to see a random stranger in my house. But I would have also taken Addie in with no memory of her. And then, also, I have a good question. Hmm. What happens if she encounters someone else named Addie? Like, would she be able to say their name? Oh, that's a good question. Would she be able to- if she could say their name, then could she say, oh, I have the same name? Yeah, I don't know. Because, like- That's a good question. Also, another question- so we know that she doesn't need to eat, and she doesn't... And she can't freeze to death. Does she need to sleep? Or could she be like Nova?
1: Oh. And just up from, all night?
0: Yeah, from the renegades. Because, right. like, she doesn't... She can't die. And, like, what happens if she doesn't live? Because, again, she feels all the effects of um, lack of hung Or lack of food and lack of warmth. Would when, she feel crazy? But would just she... Because, like... Because we don't... Humans don't know what happens if you stay awake for prolonged hours. Yeah. So, it's... like, also, another one I had. Does she need to breathe? Ooh. Because one of the lines in, like, part, like, four or five, when she was at the dinner, she was saying how um, she was holding her breath for the first hour, and, um. like, the, the, the question, does she need to breathe? Yeah. Because, like, I know it wasn't literal, but, like, could she hold her breath for an hour? Because she doesn't need to breathe to survive. Could she stay underwater forever?
1: Yeah, that's a good question.
0: Just, I hadn't thought of it. I have so many questions about like the, the, the limitations yeah. of her
1: deal. That's yes,
0: because it's like, she can't die. So, yeah. like, of course you have the classics like, oh, I can go skydiving with no parachute and I'd be fine. But, like, also have another question. What if she murders someone? Do they just come back to life? I think so, because... But, like, if she incinerates them, like, throws them into the fire, they burn to death, they just, like... Because, like, if you stab them, the wound closes up. Did they just, like, rise from the ashes like a phoenix? I think they <laughs> with do. With no memory of, like, dying? I think they do. But, like, wouldn't Luke be, like, against having, like, to not have souls to collect? Because, like, person's dead, collect their soul. No, but I think he only
1: collects the souls that he
0: made deals with. Okay. Fine. That's a good okay, point. Okay.
1: Here's a question for you. Could you handle me and Dad not knowing who you were? Oh, I would. I would give up right then and there. I'd be like, No, Luke, come back. Yeah. <laughs> that would be hard. For me. That would like, be. Oh I gosh. don't. Reading that scene about you know when she sees her parents for the first time after she's made the deal with Luke, and having them not know who she was and not
0: believe that you know it's like the scene from the uh, the the darkest the minds. darkest minds exactly. yeah that breaks my heart every time I have like scenes like that I start crying my eyes out I'm lucky I didn't cry here I cry okay. later in the book believe me it was tears and tears and tears but yeah it seems like that
1: kill me I would have a hard time with that.
0: Also, with the deal, I literally wrote the line, it started out with a kiss, how did it end up like this? It was only a kiss, it was only a kiss. You did yes, this to me, mother. I it
1: to you. Love the killers, love that song. Was to Bright Side the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. She makes this deal with Luke, who is the darkness. We don't learn his name for...
0: To a like long, part- long time. One second. Let me see what part it's in. Um, boom, 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 boom. Part two, the darkest of- part of night.
1: Yeah. So, where was I going with that? I don't know. Oh, anyway. So, she makes this deal with Luke. And nobody can remember her. And nobody. I would cry. Like, she can't. Pretty much, she can't own anything. She can't hold on to anything, what?
0: I think I just realized, remember that terrifying nightmare I had? I think it was part, of, this was part of the reason why I had that nightmare. Because it was the nightmare where we all, like, went, like, the whole world, and we all went to hell, and then we couldn't interact with any of our families. There was, like, this is kind of, like, how it was. Yeah. She can't go, I think this is the reason that caused me to have that horrible nightmare. Annie LaRue gave you. LaRue gave me nightmares. <laughs> Yeah, y'all don't get the context of that, but it it was messed up. And I think Aliru kind of had an impact on that. Because this is kind of one of my worst fears. Exactly. But, anyway, she she makes
1: this deal with Luke. And nobody can remember her. Nobody can, you know, she can't hold on to anything. Except for her ring. Except for her ring from her father. And her jacket. Ah. Uh,
0: which I was Is so confused it, yeah. about the, the, uh, the origin of until, like, we finally get it revealed in, like, part six. Yeah. Like, did you, like, just, like, accept that it was there? Did you, like, ponder the... Well, it was the same thing with the ring. Like, well, I, I knew... wondered
1: why the ring kept coming back
0: when I, she kept I trying
1: to get rid of it. Like, I why she went the... from
0: something she loved to something she hated. Oh, no, I knew immediately that was because she gave it up to one of the gods. Okay. And that was part of her curse. Like, I knew that right away. But
1: we learned for a while there that she had one of the wooden birds Mm -hmm. that her father had carved. And so, if you could take a token with you, knowing that you were, like, in, in a position like Addie, where nothing, you can have nothing, you can take nothing except, like... Something you can carry on you.
0: Um. What would it be? I don't know. Um, probably, um, probably one of the precious moments.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because, like, those are something that's, like, very important to our family. Maybe I'd find something smaller that could fit in my pocket, kind of like the way the ring does for Addie. But otherwise, yeah, I'd probably pick one of your, I'd still want your precious moments. Nice. What about you? I mean,
1: obviously, I'd want to take a picture of our family together, but I don't think I'd be in the picture anymore, so... Like, well,
0: yeah, if there was already a picture, would she just disappear from it? I think so. Jeez, that's That's harsh. Yes. Anyway, question about the bird. So, did he just not realize it was gone? Did he, like, sculpt the whole other one? Like, because when Luke later comes up after, like, he catches her at the, like, the fancy house eating all the bonbons, he's like, don't you think that there'll be punishments for that? The servants, the... Noticing that the bonbons are gone. The silk robe is gone. So, clearly, people know things are gone. So, like, did her father just, like... He probably just thought that
1: it fell off his cart or something at some point or, you know, or Mm -hmm. whatever. Or maybe he won't even remember it because if she was there
0: when he was carving it, he might not remember. It's like, okay, Hermione freaking Granger, when she had to erase her her parents' memories... That was depressing and like all the photos of her lost her like in them and she's like, this is like what this is. It's so depressing. I hate this. Yeah, yeah. Also, when you first read the book, did you think Hannah remembered her or did you think that the shop door closed? Or oh, was still open? I wasn't sure. I was like, wait, what just happened here? And
1: I'll admit, like, I think we actually had a conversation and I think sure I did. asked you, like, did he remember her? And I was gonna kind of like, tell you. And so it was. it's one of those scenes where you're, you're like looking at it and you're reading it
0: and rereading it and it's like, well, shoot, I don't know. <laughs> For me, I was leaning towards him remembering her, but as soon as I started part two and we saw it was Henry's perspective, I'm like, okay, he had to remember her because if he's important enough to get a chapter of his perspective, then it means that there's something up. Exactly. Because I also, other than like actually thinking of the story itself, I think of like... Why the author would include this, because I'm too far into English class, man. Like, only three weeks into school, and I'm already getting English classified. hmm So, I was like, so, Henry's perspective means Henry is too important, so Henry has to have remembered her. So, did you
1: have strong Henry and Robbie vibes? Yes!
0: I have a note here saying, okay, but there is some major tea between Henry and Robbie. Yeah. Also, I also, did you think that Henry had a deal? Not initially. I did. I did right away. I didn't
1: know if he was, like, a servant
0: of the darkness.
1: Like, Ooh. because it talks about how he would go dark and like,
0: through the storms and that kind of stuff. I also love how that's explained because, like, that's, I shouldn't be saying that, but that's a really relatable, relatable way of explaining it exactly yeah no Mm -hmm. but also like the thing that really tipped me off was ways like he was explaining like his heart like he had to like explain like his heart was now like stone and like the pale clouds in her eyes i was like yeah he definitely made a deal like i basically guessed the deal because i was like he had to have made a deal where everyone loves him but he can't feel love is like the curse of his own which is basically it, except not fully. It's, like, I guess that right away, though. Also, I say that, so last week, my word of the day was bitch, because I said it way too much, because <laughs> Prudence is a bitch. This week, my word of the day is going to be depressing, because this book is depressing, and I say that every five notes.
1: Yes, it
0: was very depressing. Because, but... like, Henry, okay, Henry's perspective is so sad. He's so sad. He is very sad. I love him. He shouldn't be sad. Why do I fall in love with every male protagonist of the books we've read so far? Quit? love him. Henry, adore him. He needs to be mine.
1: Well, he can be yours.
0: Because Addie's no longer there. So, <laughs> so
1: anyways. Addie, I, I'm back to, because Henry's very sad and depressing hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But Addie... He asks Addie to tell him what she sees about Oh, him. you
0: went right there. I had um yes. a lot of notes between them. Oh,
1: like, I, I do too. We're kind of jumping around. Oh, okay. this book We're, jumps around. It does, so it does. Do, book totally. wait, before totally we
0: jumps, talk about that, did you like the present day or past m- more? Like, which did you like reading more? I liked it all because I
1: like... I- I was a psychology minor in college, so oh. I like understanding mm-hmm. the- why people are the way they are. And yeah. why they feel and act and do everything the way they do. hmm So, I felt like jumping back and forth in time helped me understand how they got
0: to where they got to. Personally, I prefer the present day moments just because like, they're so much cuter. Well, they are, but... I know, I got a lot of depressing stuff to read, but, like, Henry and Addie are such a cute couple. Yeah. Well, Henry's also just adorable, and I love him. I love him so much. I was so scared when I thought he was gonna die. Literally, I was, like, crying my eyes out. As soon as I found out he only had a year left, I was... I lost it, mother. Yeah. I lost it. See, I
1: didn't. Yeah, you're a heartless monster. I just didn't think it would happen yes so anyways back to what i was saying sorry for interrupting addie you know turns to henry and he asks her what she sees when she looks at him Mm -hmm. and she says i see someone who cares she says slowly perhaps too much who feels too much I see someone lost and hungry, the kind of person who feels like they're wasting away in a world full of food because they can't decide what they want. I read that and I was like, oh my gosh, she's describing Alexis. So Shush. I just see Shush. you and Henry as kindred spirits. We're like, soulmates. Well, but you're kindred spirits. I you're know. very similar in. So you're saying I'm depressed? Well, no, but you're very much of like you said, a people pleaser, somebody who wants to be validated, wants to be loved, wants to be loved, wants to be enough for people. Could that be enough? And that's the thing is, like for him, he just wants he feels like he's never quite enough. Like he, you know, he loses it after Tabitha never turns he- down his
0: proposal yeah. you know he's that that line was really sad when um what page was it it was like him talking about all of like page uh 237 i think i'm not certain i've made lots enough about pages oh jeez my spine my spine just popped in my book but um yeah right or x ex- it's 229 Take a drink every time you hear you're not enough, not the right fit, not the right look, not the right focus, not the right drive, not the right time, not the right job, not the right path, not the right future, and then on and on and on. And then it's contrasted later after Henry makes his um deal, which was like, take a drink every time you hear a lie, you're the most handsome, you're the most, uh yeah, Take a drink every time you hear a lie, you're a great cook. They say as you burn toast, you're so funny, you've never told a joke. You're so handsome, ambitious, successful, strong. Are you drinking yet? You're so charming, clever, sexy drink, so confident, so shy, so mysterious, so open. Generous stranger, generous son, perfect, perfect. They love your body, your abs, your laugh, the way you smell, the sound of your voice. They want you, not you. They need you, not you. They love you, not you. And so, like, that's perfectly contrasted with the two pages. Because it's just like. I'm just sad now. <laughs> exactly. Well, and that's
1: the thing that he realizes is that he got, he thinks what he wanted from Luke, but in all actuality, it's almost, it, it is a curse because he knows it's all false. And he knows, like, even B, his best friend, like, he thinks, and he asks her, he's like, what, what do you see in me? Like... And she says that she sees him as her best friend, and and he
0: realizes he hasn't been a good friend to her. And he, she
1: describes how he's such a great friend, and everything she's describing, he's not.
0: But then, but then, that inspires him to become the person she sees right. In him. Right, and that's such a good perspective on it. Exactly, but it's so
1: hard to. It was so hard to read that because you know that it's all kind of torture for him because mm-hmm. it, it's not true and you know even you know so he and Addie Addie goes into the bookstore and Which, honestly I would too she takes a book from there and he busts her for mm-hmm. trying to steal and she's kind of surprised like how did he catch me. I've walked out of his line of sight. He should have forgotten me, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of thing. I didn't realize he was that close to me, you know, to catch up to me. So he lets her have the book and she leaves, comes back the next day and tries to exchange it. And he's like, are you kidding? And she looks at him like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you try, you stole the book and now you want to return it. And so she's like floored that he remembers who she is. I said, I knew he remembered her. And so, like, he tells her, you know, she's banned from the bookstore.
0: And she turns around and says, Do you want to grab coffee? <laughs> okay. Also, real quick before that, I love how. We have one chapter, which is Henry meeting up with his sister Muriel, and he, as he's leaving, she says, don't be a stranger, and he promises he won't. And then the next chapter is Sam and Addie in the morning after, like, um, Sam catches her on the roof, like, nearly freezing to death, quote-unquote yeah. death. And then as Addie's leaving, Sam says, don't be a stranger, and Addie says, I won't. And then right after that is when Addie and Henry meet up yeah. again. And speaking of Sam, so it's like they're not strangers, because they promised they wouldn't be strangers, and it's like... Cool wording and, like, reflecting. Sorry. Yeah. And speaking of Sam, I have to say I really,
1: really love that this book doesn't conform to purely heterosexual relationships for mm-hmm.
0: Henry and Addie. And I also love how it's not, like, a central part of, like, the story. Like, oh, this is, like, a huge progressive thing. Because, like, that's not as, like accurate like i can't personally speak but i've read a lot of stuff and i know that doesn't make me an expert of talking about it but a lot of the issues with a lot of the uh representation of lgbtq plus communities in the media is that it's like so like what's the word over like over the top with like look 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 we have lgbtq plus characters Woo, we're amazing but in this it's like not really like Ignash like oh yes yeah, Sam is a girl I love her, bada bing bada boom or Robbie and Henry we were a thing it's not a big deal right except for like our emotions that's what matters not their gender who whatever they identify as and it's so I the love person that.
1: exactly it's the person and what about that person
0: mm-hmm.
1: makes them what they need at that time
0: it's like how last episode I talked about how I liked how Prudence's um weight wasn't really a central issue like she wasn't the perfect size zero skinny model like a lot of books have especially young adults book have those perfect girls and i love how it wasn't like a central part of prudence's character same way i love how this book doesn't have their sexual identification as a like they need to be like super open like i am gay i am bi i am whatever Exactly. Love is love or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it wasn't very preachy. It was, like, very just natural storytelling. I love that. Exactly. So, love that dynamic. And I love how,
1: even, like, with Sam, like, it's that attraction and draw to the person. And Mm -hmm. it's, I, even with the other people, like, you know, you see it over and over again. Like, Toby, you know, she'll go... And she'll keep meeting these people over and over again, and yet something about them draws them together.
0: Mm -hmm. Would you continue trying to meet Dad over and over again, despite knowing he'd forget you over and over again? I would, because
1: there are just certain people that are worth it. You know, worth the heartache, worth. I mean, you look at uh, her relationship with uh, Remy, and that's gonna make me cry. You know, it, and that's the thing is she. She was devastated after that because he didn't remember her after such a lovely night. And then he paid her, assuming that if he didn't remember her and she's, you know, in his place, that he must have picked up a hooker. (laughs) And so he pays her and she's just devastated at that point. So, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, the people that you let into your lives it's you know will they hurt you possibly but is it still worth it and i think mm-hmm. that's like the whole theme of this book is it's worth it it's worth it you know the the imprints you make throughout your lifetime makes who makes you who you are and yeah. the impressions you leave on those around you is
0: is exactly who you are so also okay this is a changing gears back to the book so when luke finally gets his name he also brings up the very depressing point that we all know stealing in general has consequences but in this situation it leads to people being wrongfully accused and punished because of her actions which makes it much more difficult to steal things Would you be able to continuously steal knowing that people would be either losing their jobs, their way to provide for their family for something that you don't need to survive? You don't need to eat to survive. You don't need anything to survive. So stealing is purely for comfort. So are you putting your comfort over people's only way to provide for their families to survive? Would you to motivate yourself to do that?
1: I would have a hard time. I would have a hard time doing what Addie did for over 300 years. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I I think with her, like having to sell her body to get money and, you know, everything she did to get by, you know, it, I I don't think I could ever do that. Mm -mm. And that's the thing is, yes, this book is very depressing. And the things that she's lived through really, you know, speak to that stubbornness and fire that she has in her spirit. Oh, I will say, you
0: are very, very stubborn, so... I'm very stubborn, yes, but I... I mean, I
1: don't think I could withstand a a jail cell in the middle of a war. <laughs> Which war do you think that was? I don't know. I don't remember the date right now, but you know. I didn't make note of the date either. Dang it! Yeah, and you know, having someone like she had, you know, let's let's jump forward here. She ends up sleeping with Luke, and you know he. He says that he loves her. He said... You know, and they have this whole back and forth about... What is love? Well, what is love? Love versus possession. Because she accuses him of not loving her.
0: Mm-hmm. Of
1: just wanting to own her and possess her and... Alpha oh, oh, Sorry. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, it. it's one of those things where, you know, I... I couldn't be this. I couldn't do the one you she did. You
0: could do that? Yeah, no. Ugh. As I also, also, when she was setting up for Luke, did you think he would come? I didn't think he would come. I knew he wasn't going to show up. That first time? When she was setting up the whole, like, the dinner for him to kind of show him up. No, because it was all a game. I know that. Thing. So His... did you think he would show up? No. I knew he wouldn't show up, but it's still sad, especially when she, like, throws the wand bottle and it comes back together.
1: Yeah.
0: Again, more questions about, like, the whole, she can't destroy, she can't create. She... How did she plant the tree then? I'm still confused about that. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I genuinely like, don't know how that works. Because that's still like, she put the trowel on the ground. She dug up the dirt. Shouldn't it go back? Because like she couldn't stack the stones. You those would... all fell over. So like, you would think so. Also, this is jumping forward again too. But It's also just about question about the curse. When had was trying to take all the fo- the photos of her. She was able to take a picture of her feet with all the Polaroids. Why didn't they do the, you know, the... I don't know if you know the challenges, but it's like the catfish challenge from TikTok where you like take close videos of like your eyes and you rate them like 10 out of 10 or whatever your nose your mouth and when you zoom out it's like that's your entire face and it's called the catfish challenge because your feet are super close up look super good or whatever that's beside the point why didn't they try that because if she was able to get her feet but not her whole face why don't just go like eye eye nose cheeks mouth and put it all together into like a maybe if TikTok. It was in existence back no, I in know, 2014. Like, it wasn't. I didn't, I, I no, had the idea before seeing it on TikTok. It was just like, I didn't know what to call it. Yeah. So like, but like, why not do the super close up pictures that can't be like. Yeah, that would have been. A good and thing make a to
1: big try. mural of
0: her face. That would have been a good thing to try. Because like, at least try it. If they're going to take the same picture over and over and over again and have it not work over and over again. Why not try something different? That was just my So,
1: did you know when reading the book that all of these paintings that were at the beginning of chapters were all the ones that were inspired by Addie?
0: Um, the first one with the birds, no. But everything else, yes. Okay. Um, oh, another question I had. Why didn't Addie ever try the whole, oh, you were in an accident, you have amnesia. I, I've been, I'm your girlfriend of blank months. Why don't you try that at least once? Because the minute that person went to the bathroom, it'd be done. Still, like, try something where you're like because she can't explain her curse. Try being like, yo, you have amnesia. Like, cause like she spends these whole days with people. If she wants them to remember. Haven't you seen the movie Fifty First Dates? You're just like that. You just keep forgetting me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like She can't explain her curse exactly, but, like, makeup, she lies so much. Why not say, yo, we're married, you have amnesia, you were in an accident, these are our children. That you can't show. It's just, like, yeah. try something, girl. Like, you're alive for 300 years, use your brain, be creative. I don't know,
1: maybe she still kind of likes... The whole meat cute? Yeah. Well, and she says that in the book, right? That... I don't remember. It's something about she'd rather the meat cute than,
0: you know, the feeling of waking up and not being remembered. hmm So... I mean, but waking up and not being remembered is depressing, so, like, it makes sense that yeah. she'd like the meat cute one, the... To... I, I don't think I could do that, and wake up and have somebody
1: not remember a beautiful night together. That would be... Sad. Too hard, Yeah to know that it meant something to you and yet no matter what they'll never be able to remember no
0: one deserves to be forgotten oh my gosh i'm sorry there's so (laughs) many good musical references i can make right now okay so back to the book yes oh i like how the fact that she's immortal means that through these centuries, you can see how, like, society treats women. It's changing through the centuries. Because, yeah. like, that was so cool just seeing the progression and, like, the way, like, she becomes, like, a man to, like, to, for all these different parts. And it's, like, really cool just, like, seeing, like, the way society treats women throughout 300 years. Yeah. I, for
1: what I what I really enjoyed from this book was seeing how... Luke claimed a lot of famous people.
0: Yes, I have that same note! So, like, Shakespeare and Beethoven. I even know about Beethoven, actually. Joan of
1: Arc. I mean, it was really, like, cool seeing, like, all these different people show up in the book.
0: The note I have about Beethoven is the fact that Luke didn't change his form. And Beethoven recognized him, knowing it was time for him to go. Meaning that Luke has been showing up in the form he conjured for Addie. Yeah. Which is like, I don't know if that means anything, but it's like... It just makes me think that, like... Because I have so many moments to that. Or do you think they see... No, no, because later with the old woman, who was accepting her death, Luke looked different. True. So, that means he favors... Addie's form and again I have so many notes in here like oh he's definitely falling for Addie because like okay the first time I have that note is when um Luke is talking to Addie and he's like I'll um if you surrender right now I'll be kind I'll make it quick just surrender I'm like he's he's falling for her at that moment but the fact that like Beethoven recognizes Luke just means that Luke is kind of accepting his role as Addy's guy, and believe me, their relationship is very toxic. But I'm like, it's very bounced back and forth for me, which is not good. Yeah, because some points I'm like, oh, but other times like, oh, which you know, it's like the cycle of abuse. But that's beside the point. I it's just it's, I know that like it's bad. It's like also like the. But it's also, like, is it love, is possession mainly, but, like, still, like, the moments are just kind of adorable. Well, and that's
1: the thing is that, you know, even as she's with Henry, I don't know if you picked up on this, but she's always thinking about Luke.
0: Yeah. Like, when she was at the the karaoke thing, she looks to the darkness and thinks of Luke. Yeah. I'm like
1: And even as she's describing the Henry. way Henry Well but the way Luke kisses her and stuff you know and how it's like beyond anything she's ever had with anyone But else. also
0: Henry's appearance is very similar to Luke's Yeah also okay I love the way Eddie describes um souls When she's first, like, shown, like, the little circle soul. Because I'm just, like, it it makes me think of the marble from The Good Place, like, when Janet's marbleized. Yeah. Just, like, the little marble with, like, the, hi, I'm Janet, little person in it. It's just, like, I don't know why, this makes me so happy. Exactly. (laughs) But also, it makes me question, like, what does a soul look like? What do you think it looks like? I don't know. Because, like, what she was explaining of, like, thinking it would be, like, this, like, mist in the shape of a person. I was kind of thinking that sort of thing, too. But, like, who knows, man? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know if you picked up on this, but back. Way Hen- back. when no, Henry tells Addie mm-hmm. that he loves her. Mm. And she says it back. And she says she wants it to be true.
0: I picked up on that in that girl. Get your heart straight. If you don't love Henry, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah, but that's why I don't know if
1: she ever truly loved him. I think she did. I think she loved him, but is it because of
0: what he gave her? I don't know. It's It's very sad to think about, again, what is love, what is life. What is immortality? I'm going to switch real quick. I had a note after reading. I don't know if you picked up on it. But, oh my gosh. The reason why Henry was so upset about missing Addie's birthday. Because she's like, oh, that's the thing about birthdays. They come around every year. He won't be there for her next birthday. I did not pick up on that until I went back through to find more notes. Because I was kind of like, again, I would get so immersed in the book that I didn't actually find notes. So I go back sometimes. And I still, that I was like, oh my gosh. Did you pick uh, up on that? I did not. Because
1: I was like, oh my gosh. Well, I picked up on, like, his antsiness.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, his... was, I loved how they were contrasted with Henry always feeling like he didn't have enough time. Like, he was running out of time. Yeah, well, and that's, I had and written Addie, that
1: down. You know, him saying, do you ever feel like you're running out of time? And I wrote next to it, Uh-oh. <laughs> Because I, I picked up on
0: that, like, why is he so concerned with time? But it's also, like, the contrast between Addie, who has infinite time, and Henry, who doesn't. Yeah, his his uh, clock running is out. running
1: out, exactly.
0: Also, like, the moment when uh, she didn't have her ticket, and then, like, uh, Luke comes in and is like, oh, this is like... Da, da, da. I was, like, definitely getting some Elite and Lorcan vibes right there. Oh, really? Just yeah. saying. Because, like, that was like, oh, my gosh, that's Elid and Lorcan right there. Yeah. Super dark guy and then, like... Saving
1: the damsel in distress.
0: Except and... the damsel in distress is strong enough to fight back against him.
1: And what did you think about Luke? Was it, She says that he said it in Florence um, about
0: don't mistake it as kindness. Oh, I I had... um. Why do you keep trying to make this literal god mad at you? Why are you trying to anger Luke? Have you not learned? Because, like, this was after, um, like, this was after he, like, rots her to nothingness. And he's, like, gonna leave her like that. And, like, then he comes in this, like, super angry. And, like, she's like, oh, this is perfect. I'm gonna make him mad at me. Why would you do that?
1: Well, let's look at the, how the book ends, even. (laughs) <laughs> so she has been begging Luke to let Henry out of his deal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she he keeps saying no. Finally, she offers to stay with him.
0: And I knew she would surrender in some way to protect Henry. And like, <laughs> I will start crying right now. And she says, do
1: this and I will be yours as long as you want me by your side. I did not pick up on that. She changes the terms of their deal. He accepts. And so like she then at the end of the book admits she did that on purpose she will, he's thinking, like, she really does love me. She wants to be by my side. You know, we're going to be. And she says, oh, no, I am going to break his heart and drive him mad and drive him away. So then
0: she'll be free. Okay. I have questions about that. I have a lot of questions about that, actually. Okay. When he casts her side, will she be immortal? That's, I don't know. If she is immortal, then what happens to her soul? I don't know. If she isn't immortal, then could she be remembered? I don't know. Like, I have so many questions about that. But by that point,
1: it won't matter because she's saved Henry. He's lived his life. And that was her goal, was to get him the ability to continue on and what did henry do we learn after addie's gone i
0: am about to start crying again i will say the dedication in the book i remember i lost it right there i was crying my eyes out along with when um he was like looking for her And, like, he knew he wouldn't find her. And then he found all the Polaroids and he was reading through the book. And then, like, he was thinking about her afterwards and, like, wanted to help you the whole thing is real. And, like, I was just crying the whole time. And I was like, Mom, because you had told me beforehand you didn't cry. And I was like, Mom, you are a monster for not crying. (laughs) Like, I literally, I came downstairs and I yelled at you. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yeah, so... Let us, let us know I, on Instagram did if you, you cried. Yeah.
1: I did not. I thought, see for me, it was just a beautiful ending to their story. And the fact that he did that for Addie. He wrote the book. He published the book. He didn't put his name Mm -hmm. on the book. He made her immortal. He made her immortal. And what did people say? I want Addie LaRue. Can I have a copy of Addie LaRue? Mm -hmm. So by putting her name in the title, it's his homage to her.
0: Also, I knew from the moment he started writing down her story that that's what we would be reading. But I didn't pick up on the fact that the parts of the book were the different journals. Did you pick up on that? No, but... Because I thought that was so cool. I was like, oh my gosh! Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, um, do you have anything else you really want to say about this before we move into, like... No, I think we... We We have a lot of notes, so it's very much we were trying to skip through and make it, like, as much as possible. Maybe we should eventually start, like, posting our uncut notes. I don't know
1: if they want to read to crazy wanna, notes.
0: Let, let us know if y'all want to see that, because that would be cool. Yeah. But, um... Mine are, like, 10,000 pages long. So are mine. So I don't know if y'all want to see that, but if you do, let us know. Uh, you want to move into favorite and least favorites? Yeah. Okay. You can start. Lee's favorite
1: was just because the uncomfortableness of her coming to, like, in the corpses... And also her having to sell her body. Ugh, that's sad. Because that just broke my heart. Both of those situations just really broke my heart. Because the despair you can just feel for her at that moment Mm -hmm. is heartbreaking.
0: Yeah. What about you? What, your favorite? Oh,
1: favorite was probably, honestly when we read the story about what happened in New Orleans and how the house burned down because she realizes that she made the mistake and not understanding.
0: I genuinely felt bad for Luke in that moment. Is that just me? Yes and no, because he he felt that
1: he did love her and he does mm-hmm. love her. And he was trying to save face...
0: Because of what she was saying to him. Yeah, I know. But, like, it felt very much of, like, recent, like, when he was, like, telling her her, his feelings. And, like, she was very angry at him, so he just put on a mask again. Exactly. So, I felt very sad for him. Right. But, you know,
1: seeing that she's not gonna be a possession, I really love that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? Okay, so because this book is split into parts... I want to say my favorite and least favorite part because then I don't have to choose between all the adorable Addy and Henry moments. Okay. So my favorite part was part seven, I Remember You, which is closely followed by part six. Do not pretend that this is love because part six was awesome and part seven was just sad and like so many tears. So I'd say my favorite moment from that part was probably Addy's final chapter because she finally gets to be immortal in the way that matters. Right. And my least favorite part was probably part two, the darkest part of night, because I didn't have, like, a specific moment I didn't like, but it didn't have the same, like... Part one, we were, like, super, like, drawn into the story, like, this is what's going on, trying to figure out all the rules. But part two didn't really have that. And, like, she didn't meet Henry until, like, the very, very end. So Henry was really what brought my love with this book in. So it was right. kind of just, like, eh. Exactly. But, you know, I'll finally move on to, um... Star ratings. I yes. think we both mentioned. We it already later. said it.
1: Yes, I gave this five stars when I re- when I finished the book. I so do I. You know, I still find myself sitting here thinking about this story mm-hmm. and thinking about life in general. And when a book does that for me, it's definitely a five star.
0: Okay, so I think that's it for the episode. So thank you so much for listening. You can find us at our email at momdaughterbooktalk at gmail.com on instagram at motherdaughterbooktalk where you can leave us suggestions for future episodes and potentially be chosen to be featured on one of our episodes and you can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts and i hope you join us next time Bye. bye